Welcome to No Flaws, Just the Clap, the only podcast where Doug quotes an ICP movie at me. Oh, that was... Yeah, okay, I did. Yeah, no, you did. The Dougalo was in the house. Doug Poole had left the building. Which is weird, because I'm wearing, like, nothing but Deadpool shit today. I know, I wasn't going to say anything, but you told no, me it was like, the like first... college game day. <laughs> yeah, I am Team Deadpool on this one. Um, it just happened that I got called into uh, the day job on my day off. Because things suck. And I grabbed, like, the first long sleeve shirt I saw in the dark of my room. And it just happened to be my uh, Deadpool thermal and then throw my uh, Deadpool varsity jacket. Yeah. Um, of course I have one of those. Um, so this is our last week sans Ryan. Sans the Babysitter's Club. I was going to say, he is off. No, well, he's pretty much back now, but done doing his tour of places the world far tour, yeah. and unknown. Well, he was pulling the fucking... You know, if you look at the map, he really was heading a lot of the countries that you fly to. When you start taking off in the middle of Street Fighter 2. <laughs> the Street Fighter 2 Like, tour. he was basically like the Ryu of this podcast. Like, just hitting... Well, I guess Ryu doesn't work, because... It has to be Guile, because he started in the United States, right? Yeah. You uh, asked me like I would fucking know. Well, you know he had to start in the United States. I don't play video games. Well, yeah, but I don't have, like, the flight plan of, of Street Fighter 2, like, mapped out in my head. Yeah, you do. I kind of do. Yeah, that's what I thought. Kind of do. So, this week... If you named a uh, 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 Street Fighter 2 character, I could tell you what country you flew to. Electric Boogaloo. Flew, flew to Electric... I can't even. Not quick on your feet? Closed and toast. <laughs> Should we start talking about Let's that just go immediately? There. So I showed Deb, because I wanted us all to be on the same page. Oh, closed and toast. Watching, you know that phrase that people say. Watching the Paul F. Tompkins on Drunk History... Is one of the most magical things I've ever seen. Well, it's also him in the white tux, well, the off-white jacket and the white shirt. Yeah, yeah, melting into the couch. Because he really, and it looks like a brown velvet chair. Mm-hmm. But like, just because he's like the one guy where you're like Jim Crow. You almost made me drink to Jim Crow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, it's such a great Stuck episode. It, it, was, it was the uh, uh, a penultimate episode on this season. Uh, it's Las Vegas. Is the yes. name of the episode? Yes. Um, Which but is it's, episode it's 12, twelve. Yeah. yeah. Out of 13, that penultimate. Um, I, I just wanted you to see it because he's one of those people where I'm like, I well, wonder why he's like drunk. you always incredibly entertained by Paul F. Tompkins. I, just because I like how he finds like the weird little things that you think, oh, that's weird, but then he talks about it for 10 minutes and I'm like, that does sound like something I would think. I, you know, I, I, like I said, I enjoy everything he does. I'm still waiting for him to top Freak Wharf. What I I thought that was very close with the Moulin Rouge. The uh, Moulin casino. Rouge. It's like the Moulin Rouge. No, it's the Moulin Rouge. All those words are wrong. Um, and Donald Faison is Joe Frazier. <laughs> so awesome. Why am I dressed like a cowboy? I don't know. Um, but fantastic. Um, I don't usually watch. Um, I almost said American History X. Um, I, I don't normally watch American History X either. Well, then we're on the same page. Um, I don't usually watch Drunk History. Um, it's not one of my priorities, but I had a coworker who was telling me about the uh, the finale, and I went through the third season and kind of cherry-picked some episodes, like the one with uh, Rich Falter talking about uh, Bobby Fischer was really funny. Uh, of course, Dan Harmon. Because I didn't think he was... I don't think it was possible for him to get drunk anymore. Well, what's what's the answer? What do you mean, what's the answer? Oh, oh, yeah. 
Because at one point, Derek said, Waters well, actually... Let me tell you how it was, Deb. I can encapsulate this in, like, a handful of quotes. Derek Waters falls out of his chair. Laughing or drunk? Bit of both. A little bit of both. And Derek Waters goes, I can't see you. And Dan Harmon stands up and goes, It's okay, I can see two of you. Like, that's how it went. What was he talking about? That, I believe, was... I want to say it was Miami, but I'm not sure. Um, it was really early on in, in, in the in that season. Uh, Kyle Kinane talking about space was awesome. He was wearing, like, a Judah Freelander hat that, like, had just had space written on it. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Because um, the last time and I saw... And I sunflowered. Because the last time, yeah, because the last time I saw Kyle Kinane on Drunk History, I think it was the first season, and he threw up in a trash can. Because it's Kyle Kinane. It's Whiskey Icarus himself. Kyle Kinane, I'm trying to remember, I want to say it's, it's, it might have been like an opening of an At Midnight where he's talking about passing out at home after ordering a pizza with the door open. And so it's like the guy comes to deliver the pizza and his door open, his door's open and he can see him passed out in the living room, but... You know, what the fuck is he supposed to do? I don't know that at all. Oh, it's like, it was a random, I want to say it was like an at midnight opening where he's like apologizing to the pizza guy. <laughs> On national TV. Yeah, pretty much. You get, little, you get some whiskey stripes there, Doug. What's that? Oh, the, the gray beard? beard? The graying in your beard? Nah, I get to hear about that over Thanksgiving. From whom? Mostly family. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was all family, but I mean, well, no, it wasn't. Oh, I'll tell you about that off air. Holy shit. I actually had a pretty good Thanksgiving, other than, you know, my significant other's family less than politely hinting he should have children, and Brandon and I trying very hard not to make eye contact And then you that. look at him and go, yeah, you should have children. He doesn't want kids either. No, but I mean, like, him specifically, like, should physically carry it, like, in that movie Junior. Then we'd still have a child after that, and both of us are not on board. I just imagine that baby would be Danny DeVito, right? I mean, right... Me and Brandon's or Arnold Schwarzenegger's? Schwarzenegger's. Oh, yeah. No. Totally yeah, DeVito. totally DeVito, right? <laughs> it's right. Danny DeVito in a rat costume. <laughs> was, oh, God. Oh, Patton. Sorry. Oh, sorry, oh that, a Jipes and Javes. Like I said, or that bit, or whatever. Like I said, that bit popped up recently on one of my comedy stations. The, I was just the laughing. giant rat? I was just laughing over that. All this happened in five seconds where it's like the eek, 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 eek ha, splat. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of our neighbors' kids start screaming. Um, it's a great patent bit. By the way, it was pointed out to me a little bit because um, Brandon will put on the comedy station while we're driving, uh-huh. and I'll listen to the bit and name the comedian before they finish. Oh yeah, he's like nerd. Or if they get the comedian wrong, and I'm like, that wasn't that person. God, who was it that he was? He was so pissed about because it, it was Rick Moranis and somebody else. Probably Dave Thomas. And Dave Thomas doing a bit, and they did the name of the duo instead of their actual names. The McKenzie Brothers. Yeah, they called yeah. it the McKenzie Brothers instead of... The Strange Brew. Yeah, yeah. They, they called it the McKenzie Brothers instead of saying it was Rick Moranis and, and Dave, uh, Dave, Dave Thomas. Thomas. And Brandon was so mad. Why? Which is funny, because when you Also, say, it's Dave Thomas, like... No, but the, I was about to say that. When you say Dave Thomas, who's the first person you think of? Not... Actually, for me, not the guy from Wendy's. Yeah, I always think of the Wendy's guy first. See, no, I don't, because I watched a lot of SCTV as a child. That doesn't shock me. No, it shouldn't. Uh, um, so, 
very shortly after we finished recording last week, Doug and I had, like, the race to finish watching Jessica Jones. Okay, we're jumping right to that. Great. Yes, we did. Um, you actually beat me. I did, um, by, like, probably, like, an hour or so. Uh, more than that, because I, 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 I had to take... I had to take a smoke break after um, Kilgrave got out of the uh, hermetically sealed room. Because Carrie Moss is a bitch. You know, Neo saves her life, and then what does she do with it? Nothing. Nothing good. So maybe he wasn't the one. Hey, I understand why her character is there. It's because she's the dumb moron that has to let the virus loose. Well... Also, she's a nod to... That character is a nod to the um, lawyer character that helped Luke Cage and Iron Fist um, in uh, Heroes for Hire in the comics. Okay, so we're going to see more of her. Probably not. Really? You don't think we're going to see any of her in Luke Cage or Iron Fist? I don't think so. You might see her in um, Jessica Jones Season 2. Yeah. But... Um, so there are a lot of spoilers going to be talking about uh, Jessica Jones. Oh, all the spoilers. But we had gotten up to, like, I think we episode four. four. Yeah, we were on um, four when we lost the last time we talked. And you and I have now made it through. All the way through. All 13. Um, I asked you last week, is there a way they can make Kilgrave sympathetic? Nope. Now, you say that having watched all 13 episodes. But, like... The whole thing with like the experimentation of the parents for a split second no. they made him they made yeah he was still a rapist and a sociopath but for a split second like when he starts talking about it, he goes I've never lived a life where people are honest with me they always do what I say and I don't know like that was kind of sad for a split second. For a split second. And then he's like, hey, stab yourself in the chest for every fucking um, year you left me alone. And then tells his dad to cut his heart out, and he tells the cop to fucking come with him, and he pulls his fucking hand, almost degloving his hand. Uh, But yeah, like, breaks his thumb doing it. And then, uh, fucking, what's her name? Uh, He tells Trish to put a fucking bullet in her head. Oh my god, when she's trying to, like, physically put Put the the bullet bullet in her head. Oh, it was mind exploding. Like, it was. That was good television. Actually, I want to talk about Trish for a second. You know, she is actually one of the oldest continuous Marvel characters. Like she uh, was Patsy in, Walker, yeah. Yeah, she Hellcat. was in both gold and silver. Yeah, Hellcat. Yeah. Well, she, was, she wasn't Hellcat in the, in the Golden Age. No, she started she was, out uh, as a romance. Uh, romance yeah, yeah. Pat, uh, yeah, Patsy Walker, teenage slut or whatever it was. And um, I was going to say, her mother actually apparently in the comics originally basically wrote an idealized version of her which is you know the comics version well, I should say the TV version is her having her own show and in the comics it was and her, having like a Patsy doll and all that like shit like I said in the comics yeah. it was her mother writing an idealized version of her um I, I was, really want to be your friend I was really impressed by Trish Walker um I read an article and it was really good and it's obvious that her need to be a hero is why she was kind of driving Jessica to be a hero. I do like I that they did that. the nods to Jewel. I love the the jokes about the, her the costume. Like, trying to put on the costume. Yeah. It wouldn't have looked right. It, it's not a good costume to translate. It's not like Black Panther, which we'll talk about later, but it's not like you can kind of like make that look in a movie way. 
Like, the jewel costume is, is fairly unforgiving. Despite the fact that, you know, Kristen Ritter has, like, 4% body fat. Well, and, She's a, tiny. and, and to quote Yelena from, um, from Transmetropolitan, she'd have to be shot in the back by two cruise missiles to fill that out. <laughs> I mean, but that's just comic book art. I mean... It's, it's not realistic. Yeah. Um, now I'm thinking about boobs. My thing was, like, they pulled in Nuke. Okay, he's not called Nuke at any point in time no, in the it's show. Nuke. It's Simpson in the show. Just call him fucking Simpson. It's Nuke. Nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about when you say Nuke. Unless you read the Mark, uh, Mark Miller. The Frank Miller Daredevils, yeah. Um, Mark Miller. No, the, the, Nuke was a, he was part of the Weapon Plus program, um, which, for non-nerds, um, Wolverine is a project, uh, uh, Weapon X. Weapon X, but that's Roman for Weapon 10. So it's called the Weapon Plus program. Um, I believe Captain America's Weapon Three, I think, or he's like Weapon Two. He's he's early on, but he's one of the Weapon Plus program. And Nuke is part of that where they've, and you've seen that in all of the Marvel stuff, like them trying to recreate the fucking Super Soldier. They all serum. want to be Steve Rogers. Who doesn't? Um, you know he's gonna bang. Well, and you know I was gonna say I, you know he's gonna bang Black Widow, but. She had that thing with the Hulk in Avengers 2. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... No, Nuke is like a, uh, like a drug-addled Vietnam vet who they use, like, um... Enhancing, like, drugs to get them, you know, ready for uh, combat. And it's like, yeah, you take a red to amp up, you take a... I, I think in the comics it was... No, it's red to what amp up, white to stay... Uh, to even say, out, to even and then blue to... Come down. It, yeah, in the comics I think... Blue and white were flipped. But the thing is, like, he doesn't have his American flag tattoo on his face because he's a psycho. Um, but you did see that when he lit the uh, the lab on fire, the American flag lighter. lighter. He's nuke. I think they're. I think he's going to end up in Daredevil 2. I honestly believe that. Being that he's a Daredevil villain. Okay, so I did like how her apartment gets progressively fucked up. More and more fucked up. And so I love that when Luke Cage came back and he's like, Sue. Well, I just it's the whole idea of Rosario <laughs> Dawson sitting and watching over Luke Cage in an apartment with a giant hole in the wall and with a the shattered glass in the door. Yeah, the shattered glass in the door, the giant hole in the wall, the refrigerator that had been turned on uh, 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 Simpson. Yeah. Um, she's not gonna let me call him Nuke apparently. Um. He's totally nuke. The minute they like brought in like that doctor and he was like, "Here's red, white, blue pills." I'm like, "Holy fuck! What a deep pull!" I actually texted Brandon about it. So I was like, "Have you made it past this?" He's like, "Yep." I'm like, "Who? What the? I didn't see that coming at all." So as my punishment for watching Jessica Jones without him, Brandon totally fucking sped through it before me. And I had to wait and watch the last few episodes. I was going to say, well, he had already watched them, and it was fucking annoying. Why? Because I hate people knowing more than me. Like, was he just sitting there grinning at you? In the subtle red in the Is way. Is that a mocking Jay in the background? No, but I'm about to scream at them to shut the fuck up. Don't do that. We might be part of the Hunker Games. What district are we in? Actually, Denver's supposed to be the capital city. Oh. In the books. 
yet. Denver is, is it really? Yeah. Huh. Well. We're in the middle of everything. Come on. I guess chance favored us. Or luck You and I should favored. have some, like, really odds. Odds. The odds favored us. The odds. Thank you. And the odds be ever in your favor. You know, I could... You I, look like you zero errored for a second. No, I was trying to think like who I would dress like if I was in the Hunger Games, and I'm pretty sure it'd be Stanley Tucci, Caesar or something, Romero. Because I wouldn't shave the, I wouldn't shave my wouldn't mustache. Wouldn't shave your mustache. You just paint over it. Yeah. Okay, sorry, Jessica Jones. Do um, you like? I I also I liked all of the subsidiary characters they had in her support group and as her neighbors. My only issue with the support group was that they had Robin like come in to the um, the the Purple Man or the or the Kilgrave um, like support group, and she's like, "We should lynch Jessica Jones," and I'm like, "No one would actually do that. No one would listen to her in reality." Yeah, nobody listened to her in the show either. She was annoying. Yeah, but I mean, I know people like that. I know that crazy bitch. Really hanging out with her half-naked twin brother? Okay, no, not that crazy, but I'm just saying, I know people that are that so sure that they're right, even though they're stupid and selfish. Yeah, like, that was kind of one of the... But then that led into, like, then they end up in the in the nooses, and it gave her a chance to be a hero, save them, prove to them that, like... And it's just, you know, the interactions between her neighbors, and she's like, you know, nobody ever does anything nice for each other, people are terrible... And he kind of loses his faith for a few minutes, and then he, yeah. And then he doesn't. Um, his character arc was excellent, uh, Yeah, Malcolm's, Malcolm, yeah. Malcolm, sorry, I should have said Malcolm. And especially because, I mean, like, even just the look in his eyes, you see the dramatic difference between when he's supposed to be the junkie being controlled by King And when Grave. he's clean, yes. and, when he, and when he's broken. Like, on the last, like, not the last couple episodes, just but like the... the very the, 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 subtle, but yeah, very clear the performance. Yeah. Right before the end, when he, when, yeah, when you're talking about him losing faith in humanity, and when, um... He's going back to his parents, yeah. No, it's when, um... No, that's... Like, the... Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm talking about when the the government's there grabbing, um, uh, uh, Samson? Simpson? Simpson. Uh, grabbing Simpson, and he kind of, like, looks in, and he goes, not my problem. Like, he kind of... like I said, he has no idea who they're getting. He doesn't know And he wants to help. He can tell. He's conflicted. But I mean, but like, Ruby it's all in his eyes. Like I said, Ruby said something to him before that I can't remember about it not mattering, and people were horrible, and it just kind of breaks him. I think Jess says that as opposed to uh, Ruby. Robin. Is it Robin? It's Robin and Ruben. Oh God, I hated that. I cannot believe you didn't realize they were twins last time. You know, I like I. Okay, so I, I was taking in so quickly that I think some of the details got lost. Did you find the humor in the, the Charger scene with Robin and Malcolm? When the, Ruben's Charger finally gets delivered? And they... It, it was sweet, because didn't they throw that into the river with his body? They did, but the line that they don't even talk about it is, his chinchilla chewed through his Charger cord last week. And like, really... He has a fucking chinchilla... In the middle of the city, in this shitty ass apartment. Can't have a dog. No. I hope wherever you are, they have free overnight shipping. Shipping. That was funny. the 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 moments of of, of humor were they weren't far few between by any means, but 
when they hit, they hit. I mean, I think this was... This was a great... Because I kind of want to get into this versus Daredevil. This wasn't as, as so many action scenes as Daredevil, but no. it was far more emotional. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Jessica Jones-Luke Cage fight yeah. was fucking awesome. The uh, the last the last fight scene with all the people and Kilgrave trying to get out of there was fantastic. I did like that final fight scene afterwards where they have... God, I can't think of Carrie Ann Moss's character name. Uh, Jerry... Oh, what the fuck was her name? It starts with an H. Yeah, whatever. Carrie Ann Moss, great. I Go. did like her actually being the lawyer and representing her to get her off on the charges for killing Kilgrave. And pointing out to them, you know, that obviously some fucking shit went down, alright? Your officers opened fire on her. You know, I These don't get fucking These people were not Pam. drunk coming off of a bruise cruise. Yeah. I don't get fucking Pam. Like, why would you not... When you say, like, I want you to step up, and then Carrie Moss's character says, I'm stepping up, I did what I had to do, it ended poorly, let me get you off on, on so to speak... Let me get you off on, on self-defense as opposed to murder. And Pam's like, fuck off. Oh, I hated Pam's character from the get-go. I loved her with all those plunging necklines. But that's a whole other story. Like I said, no, no. Not because, like I said, nothing like, well, her dress's patterns were awful. But like I said, I hated... She dressed her. like a sexy couch. She really did dress like a sexy couch. Mm-hmm. Like a couch with tits. Oh, honey. You just revealed a lot more than you wanted to. Anyways, like I said, no, I hated Pam from the get-go. Like I said, one, she says that she's a Catholic, yet she's totally okay starting an affair with a married woman? Well, you? we know there there are flexible rules in Catholicism thanks to uh, Daredevil. Yeah, I know there's totally flexible <laughs> rules in Catholicism, but it's just one of those things where it's like she's totally a pick-and-choose Catholic, which is bullshit. Either do or don't, lady. Uh, they're referred to as lapsed. But, but it's just one of those things where she's like, yeah, it's totally fine for me to start this affair with a married woman, but also no, she has to get divorced, so we can... I wasn't even going to bring that into that. Like I said, but you have to get divorced, because you know I'm Catholic, so we should get married. Did you find it weird that... I know that Daredevil was kind of like the first one, mm-hmm. um, literally, on Netflix, but that... Did you find it weird that Jessica Jones was so, the series, not the character, was so disconnected from the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Not at all. I mean, I know Daredevil... No, I didn't find it weird was, at all. Was, had because... a very minor disconnect. I mean, they talked about rebuilding Hell's Kitchen after, quote-unquote, the incident, which was the alien invasion in, in, in Avengers. Not 9-11 like we initially thought. But, uh... <laughs> That doesn't make any geographic point uh, uh, sense, but anyway, um, but this one was like so outside of, and I, I didn't. I, I found out. I found part of the reason why. Well, because they were running concurrently, correct? Exactly. But the reason I saw it is because think about yourself and your place in the world. The adventures are global. Normal people are very, very one point local. Like, nothing I, I do is going to that. have, like, any kind of global impact. It's the same thing with Jessica Jones. She doesn't really feel like anything she does is going to have a huge global impact. Whereas, say, Captain America or Iron Man, that's global. We'll get to that later. Yeah. 
Like I said, that's my thought on it. Okay, I you know I just expected a bit more in terms of and not realizing that that and um, Daredevil were, were running parallel to each other. Because yeah. um, you because when you finally see uh, Night Nurse uh, oh, Claire Temple Rosario Dawson Rosario Dawson so good show in this. Up. she was so good. Um, it seems like she yeah she's taking care of Murdoch uh, and uh, Luke Cage kind of at the same time because she's like I kind of have a other thing. Right now, with another dude who's like doing weird not shit. First. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seems like she's I loved. Lu- I loved Luke Cage in this. Uh, he was great in that. Also, wow, Luke Cage workout. Whew. He's, Please rip off the shirt again. That was, you know, and 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 he can take a, just a saw to it. He can literally chisel those abs. Nice. Yeah. I did like the gag they had with Night Nurse grabbing him the bottle, I mean the glass of water, walking back to the room and him being gone and her just drinking the glass of water. I Like yeah. no reaction whatsoever, no sigh, no surprise, just drinking the glass of water. I'm like, yeah, that seems about it's right. It's just Jim Gordon talking to himself after Batman's disappeared. I actually really, it was. I felt bad for the nurse in the initial Luke Cage scene that couldn't get the needle oh, in. Oh, the guy? Her. Yeah. And, and the doctor like, is and the just like, like, get out of here. Go like, home. Give me somebody who knows what they can do. And I just wanted to be like, it's not his fault. No, there's there's another... I don't remember if it was a comic or or, or a show where the, they're trying to operate on someone who um, can't literally can't be operated on. Um, and I'm trying to think what it is, and I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'll, ha- I'll have to look back on, on some of the stuff I've seen. I don't know if it was in Heroes or not, or something. But yeah, the guy basically had, like, unbreakable skin, and they're like, how do we fix him? Shit, I almost thought of it. Damn it! Um, it was... Oh, it was... Um, no, it wasn't unbreakable, was it? Where it's like, how do we fix someone that... No, because there was nothing wrong with him in Unbreakable. Um, except, the, yeah, that his weakness was water. Um mm. Mm. You remember? He's giving me the one second symbol. I got it. It was Superman Returns. When he falls to Earth after he got stabbed with the kryptonite, and they're oh, trying to yes, and they're trying to resuscitate, and they're like, "How do we fix the Man of Steel?" Poor Brandon Roth. He's all right. He's the Adam now. No, but I'm just saying he he could have he should have frankly had a much better career. He should have. Like I said, because he's a good actor, and he does have, you know, the leading man good looks. And he's funny. Like, you see that in Arrow? No, he's, he's been in a few things where he's been really funny. Zach and Miri? He was also in, I want to say it's called Partners, a very short-lived sitcom, where he was, I was going to say, where he was one of the subsidiary characters, and he was really funny. Um, but like I said, I know he's doing but, fine now, and actually... The, the build and the buzz on Legends of Tomorrow is just getting better and more positive. Well, next week we'll talk about that because I believe, is it next week's Flash is called Legends of Today, and then Arrow's episode is called Legends of Yesterday? That sounds about right. So, which, thankfully, and I will say this with a bit of bitterness, um, I'm glad they're going to finally, like... Just get all the Legend of Tomorrow shit out of the way, and well, then yes, that, I mean, that's, focus that's on Damien Dark and focus on Zoom. 
Um, so, there's that. Um, there's that. So, but yeah, like I started watching Daredevil, and I'm going... Because I thought Jessica Jones had such a slow burn, and then the thing with the elevator happens, and I'm like, okay, never mind. But you know what? It's not as impactful as the murder charges against... What's her name from True Blood? Karen Page. That's not the character. What the hell are you talking about? Yes. Um, God, what is her name? The uh, character's name. I uh, her name's Wall. Like, I, uh, uh, not not Karen. I want to say Karen. Um, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Jessica. It, it was Jessica in True Blood. Um, oh she's got a no. Don't do that. Don't don't do that at all. Because you cause interference on the microphone. Okay. From two weeks ago. Remember when I told you that? Yep. Yep. Um, Diane, is it Diane Wall? Something like that. Um, Deborah Ann Wall. Deborah Ann Wall, thank you. Did you just come up with that or did you look it up and of cause it? Of course I looked it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Deborah Ann Wall, um, uh, Karen Page. Mm-hmm. I, uh, what was her name? Great. Was it Grace? Was the girl that was in jail in, uh, Jessica Jones? No, that's the character name is Deborah Ann Wall. No, I'm asking you, the girl that was in jail and Jessica Jones, that was Grace? Oh, no, that's Hope. Hope, Hope. That makes sense that you would think Grace, but yeah, no, Hope. Um, Which... But Hope was kind of supposed to be, like, kind of the Karen Page of... Well, as Carrie Ann Moss put, you know, dick on the table, she's like, you've become a mascot of a very macabre club. And that's right around the same time, after they do the interview with uh, Trish, that you get all of the quote-unquote um, survivors of Kilgrave attacks showing up at the lawyer's office, and they do all of the interviews with them. And oh, that girl thing that he would always make her smile. smile. That and the, the cellist, and you see her hands completely fucked up. Yeah. She made her play for hours. And that was one of the things in the first, it's the very first episode when I want to say she's talking to Hope for the first time, and she's like, are you a good jumper? He used to make, her ju- make me he jump. He makes me used to jump. For hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he is Kilgrave, and they've, they've talked about this online. Is Kilgrave the best slash worst villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? He doesn't have, like, all of the psychopathy of Joker, but he has all of the twisted malice. And that's the thing that I think separates Daredevil from Jessica Jones. I think Daredevil was more physical, um, and Jessica Jones was more psychological and character driven. Oh, absolutely. But David Tennant. I mean, can we talk about David Tennant? Can we talk about how David Tennant made everything dry up down there? Speak for yourself. He made me man wet. I was no his in love with him as a purple man. Or Kilgrave. Whatever you want to call it. Like I said, I love... I might say them No, it's fine. I love the nods to him as the purple man. Like, when she's crossing the street, following the guy wearing the purple blazer, and gets hit by the truck... And, like, they never, ever say Purple Man at all, but you see the nods to him wearing the purple clothing. I honestly thought when he, he got injected with, like, the stuff that would make his powers, like, like, uh, whatever, like, exponentially grow. 40%. And you see 40% the... 40% make the, you better, 60% kill you. But, uh, but when you see, like, the purple, they go up his neck, I was like, oh, shit, the last episode, he's going to be purple. Like, I honestly thought they were going to go full Zebediah Kilgrave, which is the character's name. Not Kevin. Kevin? Who the f- I'm a supervillain named Kevin. I just, like, really have never been fond of the name Kevin. Zebediah? That sounds horrible. Well, I don't mean horrible. Biblical. Yeah, exactly. Like that. I mean, like, that sounds like the name of a serial killer. 
That sounds like a serial rapist, Zebediah. You remember last time we talked about this, they had yet to fully, completely reveal that he was an actual rapist. And, like, maybe 20 minutes after that, they reveal Hope's knocked up by him. I'm like, oh, he a rapist. He a rapist rule. Well, and you see that when um, when Jessica Jones goes to voluntarily live with uh, Kilgrave. That was a really weird side note. That was a great couple. That was two. That was almost two episodes, I think. However, there was so and, and much. And she says the word rape like nineteen times. She says rape so many like, times. Like it's so uncomfortable. And I think I it was meant like, to be uncomfortable. Well, no, I think that was absolutely on purpose. I did because like he says it makes me uncomfortable. The whole interaction with the neighbor. The douchey. douchey what would neighbor. you? What would you do if someone said that to you? I would slap them. And he kind of looks at Jessica, and Jessica shakes her head like, "Don't make her slap herself." But then she becomes like a meat pie after the bomb goes off. I was gonna say she's that the sui- leads to like Simpson. Said, she's be- the suicide bomber. That become- yeah, that ends up uh, Simpson becoming nuke for all intents and purposes. Don't give me that shit. Um, There's something else in that episode that it'll come back to me. Um, but Hope killing herself, the literally the death of Hope. That's like Hope is she- dead. Thanks, Hope- I zombie. But I mean, she chug, she chucks she, that fucking glass, and she goes, "I'm free of him. You're free of me. Go kill him." And she does. She pulls a fucking man of steel on him. Here's the thing: is that what annoyed me about that is much earlier on in the series, she says, "My little brother's all alone. He's 12. She just made him even more alone. Yeah, like, I didn't understand why Hope didn't go home. Like, that, I was really confused Well, I mean, she that. just got released and taken by Kilgrave. Like, oh, that's pretty right. much immediately. Like, Jessica was on her way there, and Hope was gone. How'd you like the, uh... How'd you like the, uh... How Kilgrave gets Jessica Jones out of, uh, confessing... Uh, going to Supermax. With all the cops with their guns You'll trained on each other. You'll realize it's a hilarious prank. And then later on, like, the cops, like... Look, he's been yelled at, it was funny, and Jessica Jones is like, you're fucking morons. <laughs> like, I loved that she was just like, it's, one it's, one singular point of clarity in the shitstorm that was Kilgrave. Was Collins the name of the, the officer that she got? That had yeah. His, who his I, name was Collins. Like I said, he, he had he a... He pops up in um, a Punisher comic, I think. I see, he, he had a very unfortunate storyline. But I did like all of the interactions they had with him when they're in the hermetic room at the old CDC facility. Yeah. When they're proving to him that Kilgrave is a goddamn monster. Well, you realize that that hermetically sealed room was made for people who were going to be like Nuke. I also like that they explain why Kilgrave's voice doesn't work via recording. Uh, it's, it's the virus you have to, oh yeah, that is like he's a, he's a like, pathology. Yeah, like I said, it's a pathology. You have to inhale, or whatnot. Well, and I I, 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 I want to like, say in the comics it's a it's a it's a, it's a pheromone. Well, it's, so, it's the same idea. It's a pathogen yeah, that it, that it wouldn't work over being recorded. I did like the red herring of the vaccine that didn't work. Oh, with the dad. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I did like that red herring. Did not like, you know, their super serum made out of the dead fetus that increases Oh, the, well, the minute that, the minute that, what's her name? Carrie Moss. Yeah. Hogarth. 
Hogarth? Ho- yeah, Hogarth. You're right, you're Thank right. You. Hogarth. I knew it was something uh, with an H that reminded me of The Hogwarts. minute that, like, you know, um, the Kilgrave is talking to her going, think about, like, what I could do for jury selection. The minute he said that, I was like, he's got her. He's got her. And I was like, and she, he, she's going to use him to have the the doctor ex-wife sign the fucking uh, the, the divorce, divorce papers. Because she was trying to take all the money. Which that, A, completely unrealistic, and B, did not end well on the episode that was originally named Kumbaya, Kumbaya Circle, Circle Jerk. Jerk, became A Thousand Cucks. Like I said, here's Which the thing... Which, have you noticed that all of the episodes are quotes, right? Yes, I did. Okay. Here's the thing, though, is that what bothered me about the ex-wife trying to take all the money, because I totally get her trying to take all of the money, why didn't Carrie Ann Moss just pay her off and make more money? She's a success- successful lawyer. She can just make more. Like, and why did, like... I don't get why the ex had to, like, keep ratcheting it up from, like, 60 to 90. It's like... she wanted her to hurry up and sign. No. No, 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 you're looking at it backwards. The the ex-wife, the doctor. Was... No, the doctor, she made her pay more money because she's like, if you want to get this done quick, you're going to pay me more. Was that what it was? Or yeah. was it, no, because she says, like, the whole, like, a thousand cuts. Like, it's it's death by a thousand cuts. But like I said, I just, it's one of those things where I'm, I, I still hate Pam. I'm pretty sure we're going to hear some more about her in the second season, because, you know, she's on trial for murdering the doctor, despite the fact that it kind of was self-defense. Or whatever, it was... Yeah. Well, she she was attacking Carrie and Moss, you don't know if she's under Kilgrave at that point, right. and hits her in the head with a statuette, and then basically impales her on the corner of the glass cockpit. That was table. accidental. But I'm... No, Any was, good lawyer could actually argue that. completely accidental, but still. Ugh. Yeah, not okay. I mean, that, that thousand cut scene was... A rough one to watch. Just start counting. One, two, and then chasing her around. I do like whenever Kilgrave so gets many defensive wounds. physically injured, he gets very careless with his words, hence the put a bullet in your head. Not necessarily. I Every think time was... he's escaping and he's physically injured, he does get a little bit more careless and he doesn't word his, he doesn't, yeah. word his cor- corrections. Uh, his, uh, I was going to say his His statement. commands. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, the, the jump off the building. Or uh, I told him, I, I once told a guy to go screw himself. Like, you don't want to know how that ended. Which, you've read Preacher, you know how that ends. Yeah. Yeah. Ripping off your own dick to put it up your butt. What, what? In the butt. So, we have more things to talk about. Uh, Walking Dead. Look. Glenn's alive! Woohoo! I'm not exactly shocked. You know, I did based see on a bunch of really funny Thanksgiving tweets about being thankful for garbage since Glenn can crawl underneath the dumpster. The fact that they held us at bay for, what, three episodes? Four episodes? I don't remember. Um, Glenn's alive. For how long, we don't know. Because... Why? Because shit's going down? Shit's going down! Because, uh, that little, like, tower on the edge of uh, Alexandria just uh, took out like 12 feet of wall and uh, the one of the new previews just shows just waves and waves of walkers I think he said they're like three heads or four heads deep yeah. um, so 
you've got about four feet of zombie coming in on that. Plus, like it's fumbling. So hopefully, they save plan. Hopefully, they manage to like somehow bottleneck the walkers and. Just put up the chain link fence and do the stabbing again. Oh yeah, but like, we've seen what happens when zombies press against chain link fence. A to the dead and B to the living. It's never pretty. New. New, it is not. It's awesome. Thank you, Greg Nicotero, for that. But it is not pretty. Um, Since we're talking about Walking Dead, do you want to talk about Kirkman and Shoe? I I did. I okay. Like as a quick uh, sidebar. Um, I have been reading a comic called Chew, we'll uh, C H E W, yeah, and um, the the main character's teenage daughter has a bunch of posters up in a room, and they're all like beefcake um, Chippendale like you know dancer bodies, but with Robert Kirkman's head uh, photoshopped on them, and she has a weird sexual fascination with uh, Kirkman, which if you've seen him. He is not a beefcake. Well, he's not bad looking. I mean, it looks like he eats beef and cake. Um, but he's he's not ripped. That's what I'm saying. He's not chiseled. He's no Jason Statham from Death Race 2000. He, he, no, he's no Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, what else have we got? Oh, speaking of characters... Well, I thought you wanted to talk more about Walking Dead. You know, I'm just glad that Glenn is alive. The walls come down. And what? Who do you hope is dead? Who do I hope is dead? You said there was one character you thought might die. Trying to think. And that no, I'm not talking about Clara. We'll get there. Um. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. I'm thankful for she's dead. Um. I'm trying to think of the fuck I think I want dead on Walking Dead. The blonde guy? No. Not Daryl. Not Abraham. Because I like my Abrahamisms. Hashtag mother dick. Um, where the fuck do I want dead in Walking Dead? You told me the other day, now I can't remember. Oh well, I'm sure it'll come back to me later. I think it's the blonde guy. Okay, I think it's, it's the guy that uh, took uh, Daryl's crossbow... Who, um, he's in the comics, he's one of, he's not Negan's, he's not one of Negan's, um, lieutenants, but I think he lives, like, under Negan in the, um, what do they call them, the saviors. Um, you know they cast Negan, right? Oh, yeah, I read all that news. Yeah, the comedian. He's just gonna play these really unlikable characters. Or the dad in Supernatural, I guess? Like, but I mean, like, that's, it's, uh, what's his name, um, I always want to say, um... Carl Sagan. <laughs> yeah, it's Carl Sagan. <sighs> that was funny, and you know it. It's, yeah. <clears throat> okay, sorry, moving on. So, speaking of space, Doctor Who, face the Raven, you finally see the last appearance, I we think, of, um... We pretty much officially said Claire's dead. I I wasn't going there. I was going to say Macy, what's her name? Uh, Anya Stark. Um, what is her last name? Macy something. Williams, maybe? I think it's Williams, yeah. yeah. It's Macy Williams. Um, you've seen the last bit of her, or so they say. We don't know. Being that she's immortal. Um, 
Yeah, you see the death of Clara Oswald. Good riddance, I say. She didn't have a good, she didn't have a good death. Like she saved a like a, a guy from a quantum raven. Like uh, it was silly. Um, as much as most things when you say them out loud in Doctor Who sound like being silly, but um, I never liked her as a companion. Sorry. Um, she could never hold a candle to the ponds. You know, and and she's so pretty. No, and uh, and uh, Arthur Dumville. I mean, Rory. Yeah, I mean, Rory. they they were both fantastic. He was the centurion. I mean, come on, he literally protected her. He had to wait with the sawing screwdriver forever. Yeah, Not hundreds of years, but yeah. Because he was a plastic centurion. Robot arms. <laughs> I really wish you guys could have seen him doing robot arms. But uh. No, so she's dead. Uh, good riddance, I say. And Jenna Coleman had said that I think this was her last season of Doctor Who anyway. Now, this leads into... We're not even in... We're into, like, the last part of the, the Doctor Who season. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the new companion? When do I get a new Doctor Who? What does that mean? I don't like Capaldi. I never have. I I have my issues with him in terms of like the whole he plays guitar every other episode and he has sonic sunglasses. Like I don't like they're trying to make him hip. Um like I said, I'm sorry, I don't like it totally, I never have. I like him as the doctor. The fact that they finally reveal like why he chose the face he did. Which was the face from um uh, Pompeii. And they talk about that. It reminds him that there's always a, like there's always a way to save someone. There's always a way to make it out, um, and that that's why he chose that face. Um, I like him as a doctor. I want to see him alone for a while, because I want to see cranky, angry doctor played by Capaldi. We haven't really seen a cranky, angry doctor. I mean, Matt Smith did in, uh, what is that, Demon's Run? He was angry, mm-hmm. but uh, your cat's all tied up in your hair. You have a hair cat. You literally have a furball. Um, but really, you don't like Capaldi? No. Maybe it's just coming off of Smith and the Pawns, but I was... But Smith wasn't your doctor. Tennant was. No, Baker was my doctor. Oh, for fuck's sake. I think we all know Smith was my doctor. Push comes to shove. But like I said, it's just one of those things. Coming off of Smith and the pawns to, you know, Capaldi and Clara, I'm like... Well, no. No, no, no. You can't say that because Clara was under the 11th doctor. But still. And I was really excited to have like her playing off another doctor and, and hoping that they would kind of go places that they didn't. Um, not saying you bang her by any means. I'm just saying, like, emotionally. Like, I wanted to kind the of see her new... married. To time. Um, to the TARDIS. Um, oh, TARDIS graveyard. Sad face. Oh. Biden's like kissing, only there's a winner. Um, it's a quote from last week. Uh... 
you know, I, I like Capaldi as a doctor. I'm not, like I said, I didn't like Clara as a companion. I'm glad we never got uh, uh, her boyfriend, uh, what was his name, um, Danny Pink, as a companion. That would have been fucking horrid. Um, so that's, that's what I got. I'm glad Clara's dead. New companion. She she was the, uh, what do they call that, rebound companion? Oh my god, she was the playing after the relationship. Mm-hmm. She's the palate cleanser. She was the, yep, rebound companion. Wow. And nothing against the actress. She's a very, oh no, Jenna Coleman. Like and, said, and very she, beautiful she played, woman. She played Clara great. There were a lot of um, nuances, not on this season. This season, she was not supposed to be nuanced. Um, this season, she was supposed to be, like, loud and reckless, and you kind of get the sense that she was always heading towards a death, um, that she kind of knew subconsciously that her time was running out. Um, but last season, when the whole the whole thing between her and the doctor was who's lying to who, um, or, you know what I mean, not who's lying to yeah, Doctor yeah. Who. Um, who's lying to whom? Boom. Yeah, thank you. Um, shut up. Um, I thought the the subtleties on that she did a great job. I mean, it's not that she was bad. I just didn't like the character. I haven't liked the character since it was like she's always been on the Doctor's timeline, and that was with Matt Smith. Yep. Um, I I the the girl that was always there. I think they called her. Um, I I've never I I haven't been a fan of that in in a long time. So. I'm interested to see who they pick for the next companion. That's on the list. Man in the High Castle. No. I'm. Oh. Oh no! You can talk. It's a book, honey. I read the book years ago. These are not going to be spoilers for me. I just haven't watched it, so it's only. Well, I'm on episode three, and I I won't say uh, huge spoilers on this one. I read the book. Um, Other than the fact that Amazon apparently made the completely wrong decision to do the. Nazi American flag and a bunch of subway cars in New York without any clear labeling or advertising on it. Oh, it's like they just had, like, Nazi cars? Pretty much. Um. Thanks, Amazon. Yeah, there's a lot of Nazi shit in that. Yeah, because that's the whole point. Yeah, that's the whole point of it, yeah. Um, no, I know, I read it too. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by how quickly it sucked me in. I really wasn't, like, looking to binge on another show and to get, like, addicted the way I was with Daredevil and Jessica Jones yeah, yeah. and all that, um, in terms of that uh, structure. Yeah, and like the whole season is available. Yeah, to yeah, you, yeah, so you can just take it at your own pace. Um, I'm on. I think the, the third episode, maybe fourth. Um, at, I think ten, and I'm really impressed by it. Like I'm like, this is really neat. It's extremely well done. It keeps me entertained. It keeps me going. Um, it, it's, it's not, like, sucked me in where I'm, like, obsessively watching it. Um, but I really like it. Um, I was, this is what I was going to kind of, it was what I was going to skip, actually, to be perfectly honest. Well, here's the thing about Amazon's original programming. I haven't watched Transparent yet, but I watched Boosh based on the Michael Connelly books of the series, and I loved it. I fell completely in love with it, and the main... His first name's, like, Titan, but I don't remember his last name. But the lead in that is just fantastic. Attack so, on. Huh? Attack on. It's not attack on. Dick. 
But like I said, no, the lead in Boosh I really liked, so I had very high hopes when it came to Man in the High Castle, because I knew that they were going to do this adaptation. And what's the name of the lead bad guy, the one from The Knight's Tale we were talking about? Uh, Rufus Sewell. He is so good at everything that he does, but I want to see him in a role where he's not being a complete dickbag. No, and he's he's done a bunch of stuff like um, on Broadway where he's not the bad guy. My yes. issue is that like he's it looks like he's lost weight, and he looks like the bad guy from the Four Seasons and the Heroes, the guy that plays the Clock King and Arrow. Oh, I love him. He's also he played a child molester in Prison Break. Of course he did. Um, but like he, uh, he always plays actor. like the. Uh, don't look it up. Don't. He was in Transporter Three too. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was, he was the bad guy in Transporter Three. Cunt. It's gonna bother. Uh, we can correct ourselves next week. It's fine. We know who I'm talking about. The Irish guy. Yeah. He looks like him, which implies that. And he's so good in everything that he does. But it, 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 uh, Rufus Sewell's lost. He's lost weight, like, in his face. Like, that's a little creepy. Face weight. Face weight. Um, but he's really good. He plays, um, uh, like, a, uh, a high-ranking, like, SS officer. Um, which, admittedly, the, the Nazism uh, gets... It, it starts off as really uncomfortable. Because <laughs> watching it, you're just like, Ugh. Like... How much of the advertising did you see for the show? Uh, not any. They totally have the, you know, children's angelic choir doing a slowed down version of Tears for Fears Mad World as the background music. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's like, almost like them doing Creep, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, there's... It's really good, but definitely almost like, no strings on me. I think the first thing that really struck me was when I watched the first episode, uh-huh. and I watched the opening credits, and they're like superimposing, um the new reality onto um, kind of the old reality. Oh, that makes sense. It's the the differences highlighted. And it shows, like, the American bald eagle and, like, shadow imposed on it is, like, the Nazi eagle holding the, the swastika. Mm-hmm. And they line it up in just a way that I'm like, wow, that's basically the same logo without a swastika. Like, it's... Yeah, but I mean... I mean, I know it's Hitler not, ripped but... ripped off all the Roman imagery for all of that. Um, but that was kind of my... Watching the, the, the intro was kind of like, oh, wow, this is very striking and very powerful because it's showing the Statue of Liberty and then showing, like, the Nazis bombing... Um, in this reality, the Nazis bomb Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they A-bomb it. And, uh... They give it the old A-bomb. Give it the old A-bomb. <laughs> but a bomb and it's A. Well, so to follow up on that, the reason I haven't started Man of High Castle yet, because Brandon and I have been watching Avatar The Last Airbender. The cartoon, not the fucking movie. Well, yeah. I assume, because the movie's only two hours long. The movie's also supposed to be really terrible. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. I'm actually really enjoying the series. Oh, like, the series is great. Like I said, I'm writing the series a lot, and it's actually really funny and very poignant, and... I realized that one of the guys, like, left Family Guy to go write this series, mm-hmm. but it's definitely written for adults and children. It's, yeah. Um, I loved Avatar The Last Airbender. 
Um, I'm starting, the, like I said, I'm starting the third season now. We're into like two or three episodes. How many seasons did it There's go? There's only three. You and then Earth. it goes to Legend of Korra? Yeah, Legend of Korra, which we haven't started yet. Which apparently is about it. fucking phenomenal. They said they have the three seasons, which is Water, Earth, and Fire. Uh-huh. And like I said, I just started the third season, which is Fire. And they're actually in the Fire Kingdom. And the last episode I watched is the one where he basically accidentally enrolls in this school and then throws a dance party for everyone. Like Chris Pratt. Yeah. Dance off. You me, bro. Pick it up. Take it back. Speaking of Chris Pratt, okay, so I'm not much... Speaking of Chris Pratt, Chris... Moving on. Go ahead. Wow. Really? What's his none name? Of those wor- none of those words are right. What's his name? Pratt Pratt Pratt. There we go. So I, I'm not much for social media, but I totally do follow Pratt 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 on Instagram. And for fucking Thanksgiving, he totally superimposed him and Anna Ferris and their sons Jack into one of the Norman Rockwell Thanksgiving presenting of the turkey pictures. Awesome. It's, yeah. You guys are awesome. She just started a podcast. Uh, Anna... Ferris? Yeah, Anna Ferris isn't qualified, I think is the name of it. And I will be listening to that immediately. Alright, check it out. Um, if I can get it on the podcast Republic, I will. Oh, I'm sure you can. Um, I don't know, I've got like something like 71 unlistened to podcasts. I've slowed down so much. I'm behind on Night Vale. I am probably... You know, about maybe an hour into the Night Vale. Well, probably more like two hours into the Night Vale book. Yeah, how is it? Good. I probably should have just gotten the book. It's kind of a hard. It's kind of a hard listen, simply because I'm used to them being a little bit more episodic. Okay. And it's a really focused story. So we'll we'll see. Okay. Like I said, I probably should have just gotten a physical book. How have I got your money? <laughs> you got my money. It's fine. Do we have uh, anything else on our list? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, By the way, my boss has figured out that's what I say when I'm going to do something for him, but I don't want to express how much displeasure I take in doing it for him. Oh, like, like Deb, can, can you, you do, do that? this and this and this? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, he's figured yeah. out that's what I say. Uh, the Civil War trailer, Captain America 3 Civil War trailer hit. What? 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 Indeed. I almost gave myself a black eye with my nerd boner. Bam! Left or right? I don't know which way I dress, actually. I have no idea. No. Well, why would you? I would know better than... Oh, the whole zipper thing cleared up, so that's great. Did we even ever talk about that on podcast? Yeah, last week. Oh, did we? Because every time you say the whole zipper thing cleared up, all I can think of is the whole Kevin Smith and his wife's first interlude together. No, 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 no. Because you were asking about uh, porn stars of the week. And oh, yeah, like, oh. and you didn't have any because of the zipper incident. Right, yeah. Um, I don't think I need to go any more into that. I think it's... Pretty self-evident. If you do the math for yourself, as Paul Tompkins has said. Um, if you sell food to them, you won't get any food for us. Their liquor go like got that, taken. taken a, no, got, like, revoked or something like that. He's like, their liquor got revoked. Liquor license. You know what I'm saying? You can, if you do the math for yourself. God damn it, it's awesome. Oh, anyway, um... The liquor license got revoked. That's what happened in you Civil see War. Oh my the, god, that's what happened in Civil War. Iron Man's liquor license got revoked, and so he had to go to court against Captain America to get back. Oh my god, it's prohibition. Actually, it kind of is prohibition. It's superpower prohibition. Um, you see the scene you saw at the end of Ant-Man... 
which is uh, Bucky with the arm in the vice. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the Slakova Accords. You see, and this is, Jesus. This is really nice. You see uh, William, Sorry, I said my William Hurt come back as General, uh, General uh, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross from uh, Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Uh, thus, finally... Tying in. Tying in, because uh, before that it was just the uh, deleted scene with uh, Tony Stark. Um, the hand you see grab the accords is a female hand. A lot of rings. It's so a lady hand. I'm, I'm thinking of Scarlet Witch when he says, you've been doing like all of this without any supervision. It's time that stopped. Um, and then, but, of I mean, course, Civil War is one of the greatest plot lines in it's comic security history. versus liberty. Well, that's it is. It's it's Captain America versus Iron Man. Or Iron Man's like, look, I get what they're doing. I want to put it, you know, basically a shield around the whole world. And Captain America's like, but freedom. Basically, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, you see your first shots. It's actually a very relevant story. Like, absolutely, it is. And, it, and it was when it no, when it came out years ago, actually. I'm just I'm really hoping I mean, that they're going to do this more justice than they did with the demon in the bottle plotline because I'm still pissed about that. Uh, yeah, they did that as like PTSD, and I wasn't really. Yeah, they also that. completely just like, I'm gonna go hang out with this kid, and now everything's fine. <laughs> like I said, you know my feelings. I guess the, I guess my dad won because that was like seven years ago. Aww. Oh, such a shame, black line. Um. But you see Black Panther, you see... Pull out in front of a mansion, like the one I will buy if you... You see Avengers fighting. Yes. You see Avengers fighting. And we'll we'll talk about that in a split second. But, I mean, you see, like, they're going, like... Captain America going, I'm going to protect my friend, uh, the Winter Soldier, Bucky. Um, Like, what are you going to do about it? And then, like, dant, da-da-dant, da-da-dant. Da-dant, 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 da-dant. And fucking, like, Iron Man just, like, tears open a door to fucking ACBC. Like he does. Um, the two things, my big takeaways from the trailer, other than the female hand grabbing the Sokovia Accords, um, one, when Captain America looks at Iron Man and goes, he's my friend, and Iron Man said, I thought I was your friend. Aww. Or like, I thought we were friends. Um, Captain America's not still a virgin, right? I guess we'll find out in this movie. I don't know. No, I, I, I didn't mean in the movie. He's still the virgin in the movie. Unless he's banged. Like in the comic? Yeah. Oh, no, he's banged tons of chicks. Yeah, I was going to be like, they, they totally, like... Oh, no, like, in the uh, in the Brubaker run, he bangs uh, Agent 13, like, constantly. Okay, thank you. Sorry. I was in fact, like... he actually uh, knocks her up. That's a big part of, like, shooting him with the time bullet thing. But uh, that's all of... Did she end up having kids with... Scarlet Witch. Thank you. Sorry. Which is why I think they're going to be on the same side because, like, you know, he's basically a dildo. <laughs> like, down there. Think about it. He grew a cape like Thor. What else has he got like Thor? Junk. Man junk. Um... I like how if I just stay quiet for like a minute longer I will than say I think I should, horrible. you say something hilarious. Um, 
I will say at the end of oh the... Oh my god, uh, that's my purpose on this podcast. To stay awkwardly quiet long enough for you to say something stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to text Lizzie. And lastly, um, at the very end of the trailer, you see Winter Soldier and Cap taking out Iron Man. Well, not taking out Iron Man, but... Like, going against Iron Man. I, yeah, I didn't want to say double-teaming him, but... Um, <laughs> see if you stay quiet long enough, I'll say something horrible. But, like, you see, like... Bucky throw the shield at one point. Well, and like, he's, it, is he, that is that an impl- in, implication that Captain America could die? That Bucky will take over? Like he will wield the shield, as they say in comics. Well, many years ago, if you remember, I bought you a HeroClick starter mm-hmm. that had the Bucky Captain the, America. The fear itself. Yeah, I was gonna say the Bucky Captain America in it, which you freaked out about because he was wearing black pants, so it's obviously Bucky. Yeah. Because he had a knife and shit. I'm a huge fan of the Winter Soldier. Like, I always have been. Even when he became Captain America, I read it. Oh my god, I read it. So here's the thing. We actually, what we should honestly do is read up on how many movies Chris Evans has left on his contract. He came back, he just re-signed for the Avengers, um... Age of Ultron? No, 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 that was the last one. Uh, what is it? The Infinity Gauntlet. Okay. He, he's back for uh, 3.1 and 3.2, or whatever you're going to call it. Yeah. Um, or th- th- So two more movies. Yes. After Civil War. Yeah. Civil War was going to be the end of his contract. He's coming back for Infinity Gauntlet, but Sebastian Stan, who is Bucky, or the Winter Soldier, um, is signed on for, I think, at, at least eight like I said, he's backed off of it a little bit because this was pre-Snowpiercer, but he said pretty much as soon as he ends his contract with Marvel, he's, he's going, going behind directing. the camera. Right, and then they rolled a truck of money up to his house and said, please be in the last two Avengers movies. But like I said, he's backed off it a little since Snowpiercer. I, th- I think you're going to see... I, I get that he just wants to do passion projects, especially since, you know, you have the money to do that now. Oh, yeah, after the Marvel contracts, yeah, I'm sure. But I think you're going to see either Falcon... Or Winter Soldier become Captain America. I'd like to see Bucky. I think, I think I'd like to see Bucky become it. That way, you could see that you have like a the, the Falcon Captain America like you know um, dynamic, dynamic um, and then shift to a different Captain America Falcon dynamic, as opposed to having it's, the no, Falcon. It's, it's like the bat. It's the Batman and Robin dynamic. Like when you have. Uh, Dick Grayson take over as Batman. I say you have Dick Grayson and then you have Damien. And Damien, yeah. So you have the super hilarious Batman and the really stoic Robin. Yes. It's so interesting to see a shift in dynamic. Like I would that. like to see, and you saw that in the comics when Steve Rogers was presumed dead, shot by a time bullet. Look it up, um, <laughs> or don't. Um, I'm sorry, I'm too busy getting. But that the Falcon had to kind of reassess, like, how does this Captain America work? When it was the Bucky Barnes Captain America. And I, they did very little character build on Falcon, but it was just spot fucking on. The gag with them running around the... On your left. Yeah, the on your left gag, and then him and the um, veterans, the, the VA hospital doing the veteran support group. Like No, it was, it's when, and when Captain America is like in a, a, not in a coma, but when he's knocked out and then he, he wakes up to the Martin Gay album that... Um, Martin Gay. What did I say? Martin Gay. That's his brother. Um, Martin and Marvin. 
They were always together. But, uh, yeah, the Marvin Gaye album, and then when he wakes up, that Falcon, like, or no, I'm sorry, Captain America says, like, on your left. Because um, he literally is on his left when he wakes up. It was great. But like I said, they did very little, it was a really dense character development, because you get a very clear sense of who this hero is. Falcon, you mean? Yes. Okay. Like I said, they gave you very few scenes, but you you know. You know who this person is. Absolutely. When he goes, like, when they say, like, we're going to break into, like, a shield, whatever, to get your wings, and he goes, I'm in. But, I mean, it's like with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, you didn't get a good sense of Quicksilver, like, that entire movie. No. No, you didn't. Uh, same with Scarlet Witch, actually. Like I said, you... I think Captain America 3 is going to be the Avengers movie we wanted to see in Age of Ultron. Okay. I honestly think that. Because I was not impressed by Age of Ultron. I wasn't. I enjoyed it. But I wasn't impressed. Comparably to the first one? You replace aliens with robot drones. It's the same fucking movie. Same fucking movie. What do we have on the list? That's it. Uh, it's under uh, red shirts and... That's fine. Uh, red shirts. Nick Thune's in Dell commercials. Oh, God, what com- there's been a commercial lately that's been weirding me out. Well, all, you and I had a brief conversation about how there's no more battling colonels. It's just Norm MacDonald now. Yeah, like, whatever happened to the other colonel? Was that in the DC comic book? Like, did Earth 2 Colonel go back to his Earth? Because it was, uh, not Colin Farrell, what was his name? Um, Daryl Hammond. Yeah, Daryl Hammond was the original new colonel. Shock it, Trebek. Suck it long. And, and suck, suck it hard. But like I said, it's it's just... And they have, like, the new weird commercials with him, like, showing up random places, pretending to, like, work there or be a student. Or be a college student where he's like, I'm just a college student. Like, okay, I'm glad Norm MacDonald's making some money because, you know, he has to pay off those gambling things. I was going to say because he's got a gambling problem. Him and Dave Foley have that support group together. That on a thing? No. Oh. But Dave Foley also did have pretty severe gambling. Really? Problems. Dave Foley? Yeah. Huh. You're not immune, Canada. I mean, they raise probably like badgers or something, but... I don't think they have horses in Canada, do they? Yes, of course they have horses in Canada. They just prefer moose. I mean, moose races. Moose races? Moose races. There's a moose in the garage. Oh, better race it. Damn it. See, Who's about ten on one to the moose? See, because they're gambling on the moose races. Thanks, honey. You're welcome. Uh, red shirts. What else have I been doing this week? Not a lot. Uh, it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, kind of a holiday season, so. I said that happened. Uh, Black Friday happened, and since nobody really Black Fridays anymore. God damn it, that was a fucking intro I was thinking of. At least, you know, in, in America, well, in the relevant states of America, the rest of us do Cyber Monday. No, we have to talk about them like we did last week, or earlier this week. It's Urban Friday. <laughs> you just remember, didn't you? I just remember Urban Friday, because you said, Deborah, it's African American Friday. Excuse me. Urban, Urban Friday, Friday and Cracker Monday. Like I said, that was on Tuesday. Because white people use the internet. Like I said, because, like I said, people don't, well, like I said, in relevant states, you know, not in the South. 
like I said, people don't do Black Friday anymore because you can just do Cyber Monday and shit gets delivered to your door and you don't have to punch anyone in the face. Where's the fun in that? Well, I really enjoy not punching people in the face. You and I differentiate there. I have never seen you get into a fight ever. No, it's because I would lose. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't mean I don't like punching people in the face. When was the last time you punched someone in the face? Okay, then. <laughs> I just did a slow head nod. Uh, what else have I been doing this week? You got any mistakes? Um, I mentioned this last year about this time. It has now become cold enough that I have reached quote-unquote SockCon 2. Oh, yeah! Where I will now be wearing two pairs of socks for, like, the next three months. Like, other than the shower... I remember SockCon 2. God, we haven't thought of that in front. No, about a year, like I said, because this happens every year around this time. Because my apartment is not well insulated. You can give me the little, it's fine. Like I said, now my apartment is not well insulated, so for a few months of the year I wear two pairs of socks pretty much every time except for when I'm in the shower. Just kill it. I meant in my glass. Anyways. Like I said, now, um, today I am wearing one plain black cotton sock covered by a Marvel brand Deadpool sock. So you and I are apparently both representing today. I'm super representing. But like I said, no, we are we are at SockCon 2, which I warned Brandon about. I'm like, just, you know. I'm at SockCon 2. Well, it's just one of those where I will be wearing two pairs of socks pretty much every day, all the time. Excuse me. Except for when I'm bathing. And yes, I am one of those weirdos that sleeps in nothing but two pairs of socks during the winter. Because I'm a totally, I'm a naked sleeper, but sometimes it's just too goddamn cold. I need to buy that uh, that blanket for people that kick the um, kick their feet out. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no. But there's a blanket for people like me. So I actually. Um, that sounds like I'm going to a camp. It does. That sounds like I'm in, like a man in the high castle. I did consider buying an electric blanket, but I realized if I've ever bought said electric blanket, I and the cats would probably never move out of my bed. Ever oh no! I had I had an electric blanket. No, and they make they make really no, but they make really nice ones now that aren't like that shitty material anymore. Yeah. They make the soft micro fleece ones, so it's like just as comfortable as a real blanket, but way hotter. That, I swear, like, it's one of the things if I. If I get another electric blanket, I may never actually get out of bed ever that, again. It really is one of the regrets. Of one of the things I lost in a recent breakup. I should say recent. It was three years ago. Seeing the divorce. Um, implies I was married. Um. You Pretty much better. the uh, the comforter that was filled with the synthetic down. Oh my god, that one that made your bed like sleeping in a cloud. Yes. Oh, you had the best bed ever. I still have the bed. No, because you had you had the the space foam bed. The space foam bed. It was like sleeping on a cloud. And with then, the warmest, softest comforter ever. Because like you and you can shit on the animal print all you want. Oh no, but, it was like, terrible. The, the duvet was so fucking comfortable. Like I said, no, it was god-awful design, but that might actually literally be the most comfortable place I've ever slept in my entire yeah. life. Oh my god. And right? My parents have, like, the $5,000 mattress. No. We paid significantly less. But like I said, you had the space bell. Oh my god. Like, like I, I'm not a good sleeper, and I am definitely a very vivid dreamer. Like, out. Gone. Uh -huh. Done. 
Like it's a great fucking bed. Like, Still is. Shocked I didn't wake up in a puddle of drool asleep. <laughs> Um, do we have an app of the week? Um, I'm still playing uh, Starlet Adventures. You like it a little bit? Um, I do, actually. Like I said, um, the freemium, um, the in-app purchase was pretty reasonable. We've gotten to the point where it's like, do you want to upgrade all nine of your suits? Oh, yeah. For, and I'm like, no. no, I think I'll just play the game and get the in-game currency. Um, I have some complaints about apps. Should I put that there? Family Guy, your Thanksgiving extravaganza has a goddamn error in the file. Fucking fix your shit. What does that mean? Um, I'm supposed to be able to... I, I, it's it's an event-based game. Yeah. So the Thanksgiving event is happening now. And I'm supposed to be able to purchase things using in-game money, in-game currency that I earned doing specific Thanksgiving-type things. And when I try to buy them, the file errors and says it's not there. Oh. There's, there's, there's a flaw in the game. This is not Suck. this is not Deborah related. This is programmer. Yeah, related. no, no, no. Um, and I would be less pissed about this, except the fact that it's time based. Yeah. Like I said, it's an event based thing. Like I said, if it's it's a glitch in the game, it's a glitch in the fucking game. But this right. is time based, and it's bullshit. I don't like the dinosaurs and Plants vs Zombies too. Why? Because they kick zombies at me. I'm never going to see the good dinosaur because it looks like it will make me cry like I watched Mufasa die again. Girl, why you lying? Girl, Girl why you Mufasa? Mufasa. Mikasa Sukasa. Girl, we stripping like Gaza. Yeah. We getting high off volcanoes and everything's lava. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Childish Gambino. <laughs> you know where you got his name, right? Yes, the random Wu-Tang. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. Okay, um, sorry. Um, app. <laughs> oh my god. We need a babysitter's club. Um, which do, is do Lizzie, with, Lizzie with a stick hitting us. Um, I actually have a, a gavel in my utensils drawer. A judge hammer? Well, it's technically a crab shell crushing hammer. But it's like a judge hammer. Yeah, it's based, It's called a gavel. It's a judge hammer. Okay, porn star? Um, I haven't really... You realize that when in doubt, we just go Riley Steele. Sure. Um, um, in honor of the Babysitter Club not being here, we'll go Riley Steele in the Tinkerbell costume. There you go. Yeah. Uh, do we have any mistakes? I'm uh, sorry, not mistakes. Corrections? Nope. Are you sure? Yep. Seriously, we didn't make any mistakes? Nope. That seems weird. We managed to correct them in episode. Oh, okay. Like we did today. Um, mistakes I made this week. My coworker is on vacation, so my schedule is stupid. So after this, I'm pretty much immediately going to go to work, and I will close tonight, and then I will open again tomorrow morning. Which is actually not two shifts; it's just one long shift called the clopen. Yeah, when you close and open. Yeah, the clopen. And you, unfortunately, are experiencing some similar irritations at work. I got called into the day job earlier. Um. I'm glad it didn't affect our recording schedule. That was my issue. Um, well, you got yelled at because you called me early. I, you were too tired to yell at me. Like, I, I, I thought I about answered that. the phone. Because usually, because no, usually... No, I believe I answered the phone. It's 9 fucking 15 in the morning. Why are you goddamn calling me? It was before 9 15, actually. I'd have to look at my phone. But yeah, you called me while I was still... Actually, I was awake, but I was not out of bed. My thing is that like, you bitch that my day job calls me on my days off. Um, and sometimes it's for really dumb shit, and you should be mad at that. 
Well, but no, this is one this of those circumstances a, where. Well, here's the thing. It's, that's why you get paid more. It's it's the manager wage. Yeah. Like I said, you get paid to be a manager, so you deal with shit like this. Unfortunately, your employees don't seem to know when to call you and when not to call you. Like this is a time that you get called. I was kind of. I, I have altitude sickness. Shove it up your ass. <gasps> Who was that? I don't remember. Some random ass kid that had altitude sickness and then was still like. No, no, that sick. was on. That was on me. Not not on me, but like that was uh, one of my coworkers. Yeah. Like I said, he was still sick. Like fucking. He's not. He's not with the. Twelve the hours anymore, later. No, yeah. he was fucking whiny. Bullshit. Yeah. Well, he was a fucking DU kid. And I repeat, that was whiny bullshit. Dude, I get being sick, but I mean, if you haven't vomited in 12 hours, go to goddamn work. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!